Hey friends, thanks for joining in on another episode of Cast the Word. Today we're going to be discussing Fear Factor. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I hope each of you are doing well and staying healthy and blessed. And today I want to talk to you just for a few moments on the topic of fear. We know that fear is all around us and it comes to us in all different shapes and sizes. Yet the issue of fear is directly addressed in 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. We read that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Now, in preparation for this episode, I looked up the definition of fear factor, and I want to read it to you guys. Fear factor means a feeling of apprehension or fear, usually viewed as a reason not to do something, a cause of such a feeling, the extent to which such a feeling is predominant. And we know that so often fear can cause us to not want to push forward, not want to do a particular thing out of fear. And when I think about the word fear factor, obviously the first thing that comes to mind is that TV show from years ago. I'm sure you've heard of it or maybe even watch it yourself. And in that reality competition show, contestants had to do certain tasks in each round to face their fear. And the last man standing at the end won a monetary reward. And while that was always an entertaining show to watch for me, the fact of the matter is that in the spiritual realm, we encounter fear quite regularly ourselves. The difference is if we're not careful, we can let this fear overcome us and we can fall into a mental pit of feeling that we are facing this daunting task alone with no assistance. Sometimes spiritually it is common to feel as if the fear that is coming against you is personal or individualistic. It's common to feel as if you are alone in facing the fear that is before you. But if you're listening to this, then I believe deep down you know that God is with you wherever you go, and that you are not designed to live a life of fear. God himself doesn't want you to live that way either. In certain seasons of our life, it is understandable to have fear. I'm not disputing that, but what I am addressing today is living in an extended period of time, letting fear wear you down is not what God's design is for us. And my hope is that today we can be encouraged that we can overcome this fear. We can overcome fear together with the help from the Lord. In the world we live in today, fear is all around us. We see it everywhere we go. Our society perpetuates it and indoctrinates us to be afraid and to look to man to solve the crisis that is set before us, whatever that crisis may be, you name it. But as a believer, we should recognize the fact that the source to overcoming our fear is not our reliance upon man, but upon God. God is our source in all endeavors of our life, and we have to remind ourselves of that. If we're not careful, fear can cripple us in all facets in our life and cause us to pause in our spiritual growth and development. Fear can cause us to have anxiety. It can cause us to panic and to have apprehensions of what may lie ahead of us. But this perspective is not endorsed by the Bible, and the antidote to overcoming the fear is a complete surrender and acknowledgement of God's omniscience and omnipotence in our lives. It doesn't matter if your fear is the fear of evil, fear of failure, fear of man, you name it. The Bible has the answer to all realms of fear. Psalms 23 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Guys, God is with us wherever we go. We read this multiple times throughout the Bible, but one location of this scripture can be found in 1 Chronicles 28 verse 20. This verse says to be strong and courageous and do the work. Do not be afraid or discouraged. 
For the Lord God, my God, is with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Notice it says, be strong and encourage and do the work. We are instructed to do the work and to be strong and courageous in our endeavors to do so because we recognize that God is with us and that he's not going to fail us or forsake us. Don't let the fear of failure prevent you from doing the work that God has designed you to do. God instructs us to be strong, be courageous, to push forward, to do the work, to recognize the fact that He's with us. Whatever your mission is in life, whatever God has called you to do, whether that be in the ministry or on your job, do it for the glory of God the Father. And do it recognizing the fact that He is with you and don't be afraid or discouraged along the way. The thing is, friends, that man will fail you, but God won't fail you. Men are inherently flawed and cannot be the source for us to overcome fear. God will never fail. His word is settled in heaven and his word is infallible. Let God be true and every man a liar. God will not fail us and the word of God instructs us to be strong and to be courageous. We tackle this by surrendering and trusting in the Lord and the work that he has already accomplished on our behalf. When you are in the midst of the battle, this can be hard to remind yourself of these truths. But we must take a diligent step in our faith and trust in the Lord in all things and believe that He will see you through it. If your fear comes from people around you, then remind yourself of the words of Psalm 118 verse 6. It says, The Lord is with me, I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? We must not give into our fear of people. If God be for you, then who can be against you? If God's on your side, then you're already in the majority. It only takes one person with God to slay the giant that lies before you. The key here, again, is to fully surrender to God and to recognize the fact that it is not His will that you should fail. It is not His will that you should be overcome by fear of the people that surround you. But instead, recognize the fact that he's on your side. Remember the story of David and Goliath and the faith that David displayed by his willingness to come against Goliath. We read about this miraculous story of faith in 1 Samuel chapter 17. And in verse 45 of that chapter, David comes to Goliath and says to him, You come to me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord. And Goliath was defeated that day. Today we face Goliaths in our lives of all different shapes and sizes. Yet if you approach your Goliath with boldness, you will overcome that obstacle by recognizing the fact that you come to that obstacle in the name of the Lord. So many times the issue of fear may come in, in the realm of financial hardships as well. Yet the writer of Hebrews in chapter 13 reminds us that the Lord is my helper. He's our provider. It is the faith of the saint for the Lord's provisions that overcomes all types of fear, especially in the realm of financial hardships. I quoted 2 Timothy at the start of this message, yet it bears repeating again. God is not the author of fear. He's also not the author of confusion. When fear creeps in, when confusion creeps in, do not hesitate. Immediately recognize that this fear is coming straight from the enemy. Fear is used as a weapon of spiritual warfare to get your mind off of God and put your mind on the trial that's set before you. Fear is a tactic used so often by the enemy because fear is arguably very powerful and very debilitating. I don't know about you, but I've faced periods and seasons of fear that has been completely crippling to me physically, mentally, spiritually, socially. I mean, you name it. Fear can be so powerful against, the, against your body physically and spiritually. But your body is the temple of God, and that includes your mind. A good way to keep your mind in check on heavenly things is to follow the instructions given to us in the manual of life, which is God's Word. 
The Word of God tells us to meditate in His law day and night, and this is a safeguard towards the attacks that come in the mental realm. The Word of God also tells us to keep in check the things we dwell upon. We read about this in Philippians 4 verse 8. And that verse says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. I taught a message some time ago in our youth class, and I titled that message, I Am a Transformer. And in this message, we talked about the battle over your mind. In fact, we've even published episodes on this podcast on that very same topic. But Romans 12.2 teaches us to not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How can you transform your mind? By meditating on His law day and night, by reading your Bible, memorizing Scripture, and constantly reminding yourself of the promises found in the Word of God. This is the easiest way to transform your mind and get fear into submission. And according to Psalm 56, when you, are, when you are afraid, trust in the Lord, in God, whose word I praise, in God I trust and will not be afraid. Do not be conformed by the thinking of this world. Instead, be on your guard and stand firm in the faith. Be men of courage and be strong, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 16. And we say that at the end of every podcast episode, stay strong in the faith. And there's a reason we say this, because it is instructed upon us to do so according to the Bible. We cannot waver in our faith. The moment we do, we create a crack in our armor and present an opportunity for the enemy to come in and seep fear into our spirit. Proverbs 23 reminds us that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Are you a man or a woman of fear? If so, then that's going to define you. Are you a man or a woman of faith? If so, then that will define you. Do you consider the words the Bible mentions about fear and how time and time again we read to fear not? Why do you think this is mentioned so much in the Bible? Because it's a real issue, guys. The book of Isaiah says it many times as well, to fear not. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. Fear can be such a bondage and stronghold to the believer, but we must remember to let the Spirit of the Lord reign in our lives. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And where there is liberty, we break the curse of fear that can so easily bind us up and separate us from the truths and the promises offered to us throughout the Word of God. As a believer, you are no longer who you used to be. You were born again thanks to the work of Christ on the cross, and it is by His work that He has broken the stronghold of sin and bondage against us. Choose to walk in it through the help of the Holy Spirit. Do not give in, do not surrender, and do not allow fear to rule your life. Instead, let God rule and reign over you, and by doing so, you will find liberty from the curse of fear. The world we live in today perpetuates fear everywhere we go, but we are not of this world, right? We are merely pilgrims passing through. And as you are passing through, let the light of Christ shine through you. As children of God, be salt that can be tasted and be light that can be seen. And by doing so, you can be a walking epistle for Christ, reaching out your net and trying to lead others to Christ as you pass on by. Amen. Friends, I hope that this word was encouraging to you today. The fear factor that is is present in our world today is not the path that God wants believers to walk in. And I hope that I've offered you some encouragement, some scriptures to go back and reflect upon. And I just named a few. There's plenty more out there. So dig into the Bible and, and mine these scriptures out for yourself and claim them for your life and choose to not fear through the help of the Holy Spirit. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. Stay strong in the faith. 
and I look forward to talking to you next time.